Welcome to a Song of Ice and Fire Symposium. My name is Snav. And I'm Harmit. And this is a Game of Thrones. Chapter 11. Daenerys. In this chapter, Daenerys gets married to Khal Drogo. And that's pretty much what happens. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. And let's get right into it. How are you feeling, Hermit? How do you feel about this chapter? I... This chapter made me feel a little sick inside. I was like, I don't know. I don't want to read this. I'd rather go and do my chemistry homework, you know? <laughs> but we, we pulled through. We got yeah, through the chapter. It's the kind of things that, that makes chemistry homework seem appealing. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> I bet Daenerys wishes she could do chemistry homework instead. Yes. Yeah, this chapter, you know, I've been kind of looking forward to it in the sense that I knew we would have a lot to talk about, but mm -hmm. like reading it is just as uncomfortable the 10th time as it is the first time. So yeah, it's not really an easy chapter. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, do you want to do your... Let's give you 60 seconds this time. Okay. Let's see Even if though I... it's technically one event, but there's like various random things that happen. Okay. Watch so... me get to none of them and get stuck <laughs> on a tiny detail. We'll see. Uh, well, usually <laughs> you that's actually kind of helpful for me because if you get stuck on tiny details, it's like, oh, that really stuck with her. <laughs> like when you thought that John was adopted and I was like, wait, adopted? <laughs> I don't know, though. It's not even the stuff that stuck. I guess it is the stu stuff that stuck with me, but it's so random. I, f I feel like it's not what, like, you know, I don't yeah. know. There's not really a method to it. It's yeah. just madness, but okay. Yeah. All right. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Okay, we start the chapter and the first first line's literally like, oh, they get married. And I was like, oh my god, they're already married. What? No event? Okay, no. But then, turns out, now we get like a flashback flashback, kind of, to a couple days before and Viserys is just kind of whining and they're all around like, they're at like the calls manse. So the mm -hmm. call like went with his people. And so like Viserys is being a douche and he's like, when will I get my castle and everything? And he's just mad. And that carries on throughout the whole wedding. He's just mad about everything. And he's like, oh, man, uh, I'm not as powerful. I'm the dragon. You're going to wake up the dragon. That's his entire vibe, the entire chapter. Okay. So then they get married um, or they're getting married and like people die and people get raped and it's awful and weird and disgusting. And then she gets gifts and then, um, and then they're married. And then she gets a horse. Oh my god, she gets a horse. This was the only like, oh my god, okay, this is okay 55. part of the chapter. Um, she gets a horse. Uh uh, she gets a horse. <laughs> One minute. Okay. <laughs> really? Does she get a horse? <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, in that case, that was what you stuck with me. You spent 37 seconds talking about Viserys and how mad he is. Cause he annoyed me. No. See, that's like stuck you, with you. Yes, fine. It's what stuck with me. He annoyed me. And that's something that like, I was like, okay. Another reason, that's one of the awful parts of the chapter that can maybe be controlled later on. I don't have much hope for him, but maybe, you know, maybe. 
Because okay. he's already been through <laughs> awful things, and if he's still awful, like, what else can he go through to make him better? Like, is going through good things going to make him aw- aw- more awful or better? Like, probably just more <laughs> awful, right? Like, anyway, moving on. I don't know if there's any redemption for him, really. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. At least it doesn't seem so at this point. I'm really hoping he gets a redemption arc. Really? You you want him to be I redeemed? Want all the, I want all the characters to have a redemption arc. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So far, um, I don't hate any of them yet. I thought you hated Viserys. I strongly dislike him. Wow, you are strong. S- I can just full out say that I hate this guy, but okay. <laughs> you can strongly dislike him. <laughs> Let's get started at the beginning. So this chapter, the first line, it tells us that she is getting married. Yes. The line exactly says... Daenerys Targaryen would call Drogo with fear and barbaric splendor in a field beyond the walls of Pentos, for the Dothraki believed that all things of importance in a man's life must be done beneath the open sky. And, (laughs) you know, the first words that are not somebody's name are fear and barbaric. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That kind of sums up the wedding. Um, Although... You know, this whole Dothraki culture is a big point of contention for a lot of people because they are, you know, clearly not white people and Mm -hmm. they're being portrayed as barbarics. And, you know, there's the people that argue, oh, it's based on historic tribes, the Mongols or the whatever. Uh, So, you know, they used to do stuff like this. That's why it's okay. But then there's people like, oh, you know, Uh, Why aren't the white people portrayed as barbaric? Um, If you think about it, we saw, like, in the first chapter, Ned literally chop off a guy's head. How is that not as barbaric? (laughs) You know, there's, like, this certain sense... The way it's portrayed, it's, like, this certain sense of honor. Like, you know, know, I had to cut off the guy's head, but it's the right thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was also, like... I was thinking about that, too, as I was going through this. I was like, dang, like... Like the way that, like the way that they're being represented, but then I was also thinking about it, and I was like, I guess it's also, like, it's not just like, like I, I guess, I guess, like to argue from what's it called? Oh, to be the, the devil's, devil's advocate. advocate. Yeah. <laughs> like I was thinking about that, and I was trying to grapple with that as I was reading it too. I was like, why? And the the only thing I could convince myself of was like, okay, well, this is from like her perspective, right? And she's supposedly like. A royal. So to her, like, and to her and like Viserys, anything that isn't like royal would seem barbaric. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but she they've grew been... up on the streets. But they're still. But then Viserys is still like she's being sold by her brother. That is not barbaric. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's pretty barbaric. Yes. Yeah. So but, it's. But um... in the previous chapter with her, they were like, "Yeah, I." She was like, "Yeah, I never thought my brother would come to this." So, like, that is barbaric to them, but it's, in his mind, he has no choice. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's 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 a choice the author made, and yeah. um, we have to consider, again, I, I don't want to be that person. Actually, I totally do want to be that person, <laughs> pointing it out. George R. R. Martin is a very white, very straight, very male person. <laughs> very male person. I don't know how, I don't know why the very, but you know, he's yeah. cisgender and he's like the most 
you know, if you point, wanted to point to an old white guy, he's the perfect like, person to point <laughs> oh to. My God. So, and he's writing this way. So I think yeah. it's just uh, important for us to keep that in mind as we go yeah. through this story, because even though it's like, oh, we're seeing it through the eyes of Daenerys, who is, you know, new to this culture, the real fact is we're seeing it through the writing of George R. R. Martin. So yeah, just going to keep that there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the Khalasar has gathered outside the city. There's 40,000 warriors and countless women, children, and slaves, as you do, you know. <laughs> and this is making all the people in Pentos nervous. They're like, oh no, there's this huge, you know, army horde outside our gates. Yeah, they like can attack us at any time. Yes, yes. Um, and they're talking about this stuff and um, they're mentioning, like, all they're talking about Daenerys as if she's not even there. Like, oh, better get her married. She better do this. Yeah. This better that. I don't know. I'm like, okay. Okay, people, calm down. Yeah. And, um... You know, Viserys, as you said, is just like, where is my kingdom? How come I don't have it yet? Why? Yeah. Why don't I have it? Mm -hmm. And uh, Lyra is like, you know, the call has promised you a crown and you shall have it eventually. Okay, but I was thinking about, okay, oh, I guess this isn't, oh, I just realized it's not a thing anymore. You can what? cut this out. I'll just say it. I remember yeah. when we learned that, um, like, when Daenerys was, like, kind of, like, observing their culture throughout mm -hmm. the wedding, and she was like, the call didn't say a word to me. We don't have a common tongue. And I was like, oh, my God. So, and I was like, okay, well, what if, what if Illyrio's, like, lying about the deal since they don't know what they're saying? Only Illyrio knows what the call is saying. Oh. Like, how do we know that the deal Viserys has been told is the true deal? Like, that doesn't... It's not like they can understand what he's saying. That's definitely a possibility. But, you know, um, Daenerys has been, one of her gifts is a human being who is going to teach her the language. So it seems that eventually, once she learns the language, she'll, if that's the case, she'll probably figure it out that they were lied to eventually. Yeah, but it'll be too late. That doesn't matter. Yeah. He, ju he just needs all the riches and, like, the stuff he's going to get from making this deal. And he already has those. Yeah, but... Um, and, you know, it's, um, what's his name? Sir Jorah Mormont. He's also backing up Illyrio in his, like, you know, promises. Like, you know, the Dothraki are true to, her, true, true to their word yeah. and you'll get what you need eventually. And so does he seem like somebody we can trust? Do you a, know? a little bit more than Illyrio. Right. I mean, he did also sell people. So <laughs> I <Yes>. don't know. <laughs> I don't yes. know what our standard for trustability <laughs> is, but he did I mean, also sell I mean, our standard people. in this world is a lot lower. You, there's yeah. a really he low only sold a few meet. people, whereas Illyrio is constantly selling people, so he's definitely worse, because, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I don't know what I'm saying. They're all terrible people. That's just the whole That's thing. That's the bar? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, anyway. Uh, so Illyrio may be tricking them. We don't really know. Um... And, you know, uh, at, the, at one point, Jorah is like, you know, a lesser man can ask the cow for a, fla for a flavor, for a favor, but he can't demand it. And, you know, yeah. Viserys is like, you know, I am a dragon. The dragon does not beg. And Daenerys is like, there are no more dragons. Um, <laughs> and then from there, we kind of transition into the fact that she, yet that night she dreamt of one. Do you remember her dream? Yeah, uh, this was disturbing. 
So (laughs) her dream was that her brother was like assaulting her. Yeah, and then hitting her, hurting her. Yeah, she's naked and afraid. Yeah, and then he turns into a dragon. And well, then no, she's he like, doesn't turn into a dragon. Oh, no, he leaves, and then a dragon appears, right? No, um, he's, and then okay, there's, like, fire. Wait, I have the text of it right here. Let me okay. let me go through it, and then you tell me okay. what your interpretation of it is. Okay, okay, so Viserys is hitting her, hurting her. She's naked and afraid, and she's running from him, but she can't seem to get away, and she falls, and he's like, you woke the dragon, and he's, like, screaming at her, kicking her. And all of a sudden, her thighs are slick with blood. And then she closes her eyes and is just, like, whimpering. And then all of a sudden, there's a hideous ripping sound and the crackling of some great fire. And when she looks up, Viserys is gone, as if burned by the fire. And there's a dragon, a great big dragon. And it raises its head and meets her eyes, and she wakes up afraid and sweating. (laughs) That's what happens. So this dragon, it seems like, eviscerates Viserys. Yes. Viserys does not turn into a dragon. Yes, (laughs) So the dragon's on Daenerys' side. So what is your interpretation of this dream? I, okay, I have like random thoughts floating around. Because I feel like- Tell me all the random thoughts. Okay, because with with (laughs) dreams, it's never just like- this is the reason, this is it. There's so much, right? It's like your entire subconscious going crazy. So, firstly, I feel like... Okay, when I was first reading it, I took it as like a... Okay, it's like a... What's worse? Viserys, who's pretty awful, or the dragon? So it's like, oh, I better listen to Viserys... Like, this is just, like, her whole life, right? Like, it's like, hey, what's so, worse, okay, the dragon so or Viserys? What does the dragon represent, though? Well, first, I was like, it's just Viserys if things don't work out. Then, I was like, okay, maybe the dragon is the call, and she's like... Because the dragon that he keeps talking about, she's like, what the fuck? Same with the call. She's like, what the fuck? I'm terrified. And, you know, like, she keeps crying in front of him. So, like, she's terrified okay, of him. So, okay, Carl Drogo is going to eviscerate Viserys. Yes. But she's still going to be afraid of him. Like. Well, she woke up, right? Before. Like, Well, at- she woke up when she their eyes, the dragon looks into her eyes and she's afraid. So she wakes up afraid. She wakes up afraid, but she didn't, like, he eviscerated Viserys, he met eyes with her, like, the dragon looked at her, and then and then she just wakes up, like, she didn't, like, nothing else happened. Okay. All so, right. I don't, like, she doesn't- But it's, she was afraid when she looked at the dragon, so if the dragon is representative of Drogo, does that mean that she's just gonna continue to be afraid of Drogo? Well, we don't know. Okay, she, that's she what woke the question up. is. <laughs> well, we don't know. But she was afraid when she woke up. She was afraid when she woke up because that was the last thing that happened. Okay, all right. She is an okay, unreliable narrator. She didn't dream. let anything else happen. She she woke up. The dream ended. It's over. Okay, all right. Uh, the dream ended. Now let's move yes. on. <laughs> okay. So then it's, okay, this is how we transition from the dream to the wedding. She says she had never been so afraid until the day of her wedding. <laughs> that kind of hurt. 
but yes, yeah. that is true. Um, so, okay, so the ceremony is, it's a whole day thing. It, lo- it lasts from dawn till dusk, which, I mean, they have a lot of energy to party all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not even all night, just all day. Um, yeah. So they're, you know, seating up on some, on a stage of some kind, and uh, Viserys is seated below them. He's not very happy about it. And every time food is brought up, it's first offered to, you know, Drogo and Danny, and then to Viserys. And every time it happens, he just gets <laughs> madder and madder. He just gets sulkier and sulkier. His bottom lip purses out longer and longer. Or farther and farther. Okay. Well, was that some kind of poetry? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Okay, anyway, but yeah. He's not happy, and Danny's not happy, because she feels alone, even though, you know, she's surrounded by literally thousands of people, but she mm-hmm. doesn't have anybody to talk to. Yes. You know, everybody she can speak, who can speak her language, is sitting far away, and Drogo mm-hmm. is, you know, barely paying attention to her, but also just does not speak the language. Yeah. So, um, you know, she's just... Hiding her tears, trying not to let anybody see. Reminds me of John during that feast. <laughs> um, she's not eating because she knows she won't be able to keep it down. And she's just trying to like keep her courage up. She's like, I'm the blood of the dragon, the blood of the dragon, the blood mm. of the dragon. <laughs> yeah. The whole time. And that's kind of like with the dream. She's like, okay, I'm the blood of the dragon. I can deal with the dragon. I can deal with the dragon. I'm the blood of the dragon. Right. Dang. She's like, I am the dragon. I don't need to be afraid of the dragon. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's trying to convince herself of that, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, it's not quite working. She doesn't have anything to hang on to at this point. You yes. Know? yes. Um, so, you want to go from there? Why are you making me explain the worst parts? And you well, can explain because... all the... No, okay, well, no, you're okay, explaining wait. this part. I'll explain the horse. Okay, but... I feel like I'm just summarizing it. I'm not getting any of your thoughts on any of this. Okay, well, I'll interrupt you if I have thoughts. Okay, fine. Well, okay, so some women are dancing, and, you know, they're getting their own bronze coins every once in a while, and people are watching them until eventually some guy gets up and has decided that he's just gonna, you know, rape this woman who's dancing, because he can. Because that's their culture? Yeah. And That's... You know, it's... It's very disturbing, and Daddy is like, ooh, I don't know if I want... And she just, like, you know, that just makes her even more afraid of yes. what's happening. Yes. And it eventually leads to, you know, you know, more men join in, and they're, like, fighting over the woman and killing yeah. each other. And apparently a dozen people die before the day is over, so it was a very blessed wedding, yeah, apparently. as they like to call it. <laughs> yeah, um... This part of the wedding, again, people argue over whether it can be called rape or not. Obviously, to our Western modern standards, it's very clearly rape. But, mm-hmm. and people argue like, oh, maybe since it's their tradition, maybe they expect it or, you know. And there's the fact that we have to do this with a culture that is not white in these books. It's just, again, that whole racism why are they portrayed this way and not anybody else? Uh, at least as so, as far as we know, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, all you're saying is, mm-hmm, yeah. Because, uh, okay, 
I don't. What What else do you want me to say? What did you think of this part of the chapter? It annoyed me, and I don't agree with those people. I I don't like um which people. Sorry. Oh, I don't agree with the people who are like, oh, maybe it's part of their culture, and maybe they expect it, but that's not like okay. Yeah, like okay. Yeah, culture is what's normal to you, right? Okay, if that makes sense, but. I feel like there's a line you have to draw, and this is one of those places. You can't just be like, oh, it's part of their culture, it's okay. I I don't I don't agree with that. Yeah, no. so who do we blame for that? Do we blame the characters for being this way, or do we blame the writer for writing them this way? <laughs> That's the whole... Bring that back. Okay, people are gonna hate me for all, all the things I'm saying today, but that's what I think. I think um, the fact that he chose to do this, and you know... This is literally a fantasy series. It is his fantasy. He could have written anything, but instead he wrote this. So even the choices that he makes, it's 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 just good to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. End of rant. Let's move on. Okay. So it's all terrible and everything. And Danny's afraid of the Dothraki. She's afraid of her brother. She's afraid of her husband. She's just afraid. And then she gets some bride gifts. So yeah. Viserys, what they were? Viserys gives her three handmaids. One is gonna teach her, um, teach her like the Dothraki language. Language, yeah. Um, one, the other ones. Go ahead. Um, I forget what the second one's gonna do, but the third one annoyed me. So I remember it. <laughs> third one, she's gonna teach her. Oh, he, what was it? All the womanly facets of love or something like that or like the womanly art of making love that's what it was right yeah so one's gonna teach her to ride right one's gonna teach her dothraki and the last one is gonna teach her sex and viserys is like you know she's really good we uh, uh, i and illyrio can attest to that can both attest to that yeah he's like giving her it's like he's giving her a car, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's good. I test-drived it. Like, ugh, ugh, ugh. So gross. It's, it's kind of gross. Anyway, It is on. not kind of gross. It is totally it's gross. It's very gross. It is very disgusting. Moving yeah. on. Okay, um, and then um, Sir Jorah's like, I like it isn't a lot, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a poor guy. I can't really give you a lot. So then he gives her books with histories and songs of the second seven kingdoms which was actually a pretty cool gift yeah and she seemed happy with it yeah she was like i thanked him with all my heart she was was like like, finally something that's not a person (laughs) right and something that like you know is like i don't know i I liked that it was like academic that's just like my personal preference (laughs) i was like oh cute like you know books i guess books aren't academic but like you can out of the gifts she's been given that book is academic yeah, it's good. It's a good gift. Yeah. <laughs> and then Illyrio's gift was pr- cool. I like this. I like all the, like, everybody having their own animals that's coming up. That's cool throughout the series. Right. Like, the, like them with the, the wolves. The wolves and the lions. And, yeah. Yeah, it's their yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, lions? The Lannister. <gasps> they have a lion? Yeah. Wait, did <laughs> Remember they called lion? Jamie... No, they don't have a lion, but their sigil is the lion. Oh, no. I meant, like, people, like, getting their animals. But you know? these are stones, basically. They're eggs that have Okay, turned... but it's, like... Also, you never it's... actually said what she gets. Okay. Illyrio she gets gives her three dragon eggs that have been turned yes. to stone over age. Anyway. 
Okay, but they so I still guess... like react a little bit. So could you be like they're technically still alive? Like I don't know much about Drake. What do you mean they react a little bit? Well, I forget what it was, but they were talking about it, and they were like, "Oh, they like react to the heat," or or am I completely messing that up? Did they I not think like you're just react making to- that? Up. They were like because they have like they're shiny. She was saying that they the it shines in the moonlight or whatever. That's what oh, she was saying. Oh, okay, that's lame. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> I thought they were like reacting and I was like, "Oh my god, they're still like living after so long." And that's why that was cool to me. I guess that was <laughs> stone thing. No, it Whatever. says very clearly that they're just basically stones now, but since they're a representative of her house's sigil, Illyrio gave them to her. All right. And you know, okay. they're a very uh, expensive gift, but he can afford it because apparently, we learn, he collected a fortune in horses and slaves for his part in selling her to Caldrogo. So maybe that's his motive, but maybe there's something more. Yeah. Know. But that I mean, feels like a good enough motive for someone like him, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, for sure. Also, I wanted to ask, maybe I completely missed the explanation of this, which I probably did. What's a blood rider? They mention it like 50 million times like in this. They're like his bodyguards or like you know okay okay like his advisors so the call is like you know number one and i i the blood riders are kind of similar to the king's guard in a way Mm, okay you know like in westeros the king's guard yeah Um, yeah so something along those lines okay so they give her (sighs) okay so they give her Three, three traditional web- weapons. They give that, like, that sword that we saw them use earlier and everything. And the thing is, she can't even take these gifts. Yeah, because she is just a woman and these gifts are for a warrior. So she gives them to okay, her husband. Okay, but then why? Why? Why not just, like, give them to him? Why go through this whole thing? Because they thing? need to. Th- this is, the, that's the traditions or you know like we oh have my to do God. it this way <laughs> bruh okay because then on. it'll be like the blood riders didn't give her or offer her anything <laughs> well they didn't yeah bruh. in essence they yes. really okay, didn't whatever but, you yeah know, they they did they should, but she wasn't supposed to take have you it. been to indian weddings yes i know <laughs> i have but it is all think, just for show. Do you think exposure to something isn't going to make you more and more mad every time it comes up? Yeah, just because it's, I've been exposed stupid. to it. I was like, mean... keep those weapons and kill those people. <laughs> just... Yeah, literally. Okay. <laughs> but Moving yeah. on. Um, she, she gets other various little trinkets. And then... Including... Hold on. Wait. No, okay, let's not get to the a... horse. She oh, okay. also gets a gown made from the skin of a thousand mice. <gasps> I'm not even like, honestly, to me, I have never worn any kind of fur or hide or I'm vegetarian. So are you. So it's like any kind of hide is the same to me. (laughs) Like, it it doesn't matter to me if it's a, I don't know what people wear the hides of. Like, if it's a wolf hide or if it's a mouse hide, like whatever. All I could think was a thousand mice. Like, how long did it take to sew that up? (laughs) That's a lot of effort. Oh my god. All I could imagine were mice's tails, and I was like, well, they won't put the tail. (laughs) Well, I know, but it's all I could imagine. That's why I said imagine now. Yeah. Well, this was another way of being like, you know, hint, hint, these people are barbaric. (laughs) Well, no, I feel like that's not, well, to me, that's not 
Well, Illyria was like, huh, this is a great gift, huh, 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 basically. Okay, yeah. I guess I guess with that. But just with the gift, I wouldn't call that barbaric, because that's still, like... Yeah, but it's like showing them as something other. <laughs> like, oh, mm. we were the hide of just one animal, not a thousand animals. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my. Um, so... Okay, and then... And then... Okay, cool. So... Best for last, Call Drogo. What was it? Was it? I'm probably making this up. Was it purple, or what was purple? Nothing. Or was I, purple. Okay, never mind. I'm imagining that. Okay, so Call Drogo gets Daenerys a horse, and so he like he like leaves, and she's like, oh, now I'm even more alone. And then he comes back, and he has a horse, and she's like, wait, oh my god, and she's like, oh my god, this is cool. <laughs> And then, but then, so, so far, we've been learning about, like, oh, Illyrio told me to do this, told me to do this about this gift. And now suddenly she's like, what do I do with this horse? And yeah. Sir Jonah's like, okay, well, you have to Jorah. ride the horse. Like, Not Jonah. To, sorry, whatever. Sir Jorah is like, you have to ride the horse. And she's like, wait, what? But then once she gets on the horse, it's like, it's like all magical yeah, okay. and perfect. And she's like, and she jumps over fire <laughs> and she's no after she rides the horse she like loses track of like the entire time she's been like oh there's a couple hours until sunset blah 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 blah, blah. but now time is lost it's just her and her all-powerful horse <laughs> and they're just gliding through the air like it's nothing like there's no resistance like this is a yeah. perfect vacuumless world and anyway, she says for the on. first <laughs> time of the day and maybe even her entire life she wasn't afraid <laughs> so know. That yeah, okay. Like, oh. Um anyway. I don't want to put a damper on your excitement. <laughs> Just one thing that that did bother me. Uh. When he like puts her on the horse, he's like he lifted her up as easily as if she were a child. And I was like, "She is a child." So that was really loud. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> she true. She is a child. <laughs> That's true. That's She's true. She's literally 13. I was like, "Oh, but in this culture, this that's the one cultural thing where I'll be like, okay, I guess she's not a child in this culture. No, but th 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 she is still, even... Uh, yes, see, I know. Like, child is, is scientific, she's still a child, but well, in scientific. their culture, she's not a child. Okay, well, well think about then it. why why do we draw the line at, oh, she's no longer a child when she's 13, but... You know, why 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 can't we say the same thing for oh they just you know rape people, that's what they do, that's their culture. Because being thirteen versus raping someone is those are two completely different concepts. Okay, alright. We'll come back there's to that. There's an issue at the of, end of this episode. There's 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 those are very different. I don't know okay. why you're asking me. I'm to so glad those. you sent the said the word consent, because I I wanna talk about that later. For now. Uh, she's very happy f with the horse. She says that Khal Drogo has given me the wind, which Aww. I'm happy for her. And yes. he says that the horse is silver for the silver of her hair, which is actually kind of a thoughtful gift. You know, mm -hmm. he went and picked a horse that had the same color mane as her hair or whatever. <laughs> um, and when she says he's given me the wind, he smiles and it's like, oh, maybe this dude isn't as terrible or whatever <laughs> i guess that's what's we're supposed to be getting from it yes and then the sun sets and then they have to take off to consummate the marriage yes so now um you know he you know he eases into it and you know daddy eventually says yes 
But now let's talk about consent, shall we? <laughs> okay. Okay. Few things. You were saying that being 13 versus being raped when you're 18 uh, is a matter of consent. I say, is a 13-year-old even able to give consent? Not to someone like 50 million years older, no. Yeah. yeah. She's 13, he's 30. Yeah, so no. <laughs> So is her yes even real? Like, does that count as consent? So first, well, she's first that, and then that. Okay, no. First, first of all, that that one thing already. It's like, okay, no, that's not consent. Then to add on to it, it's like, like you said, like it's she eventually says yes. That's not, that's not a yes. That's like a okay, sure. Even if she says okay, sure, that's not a and yes. Is coerced into it. The fact of the matter is. She doesn't really have a choice. Yeah. Like, consent is only possible if you can have a choice. The fact yeah. is, she doesn't have a choice. Because if she says no, what, like, what, what, what's, yeah. what's going to happen? He's going to stop and Viserys is going to let her be? Like, no. <laughs> She's yeah, literally no. been, like, before, as she was leaving to go, you know, off with Drogo. Yeah. Viserys is like make him happy or or else yeah. basically <laughs> yeah so even though she says yes and you know a lot of people agree that this like her saying yes at the end of this chapter is supposed to be like her finally coming into her own and taking control of her destiny or blah 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 all i can think is she doesn't have a choice so she has to say yes it it's maybe not as brutal or whatever I mean, how expected? can you just, like, it's still rape, because she's yeah. 13, he's 30, she is literally having to say yes on the threat of death, probably, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess people yeah. just argue that, because it's, like, I guess their argument is, it could have been worse, you know? Yeah. That's and their argument. <laughs> there's no justifying that, it's just, yeah, I know. no. I was expecting worse, too. I was like, oh, my God, I'm terrified. And Nav told me to, like, brace myself for this chapter. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Excuse it me. It was terrible. It, it was... was terrible. But I, like, it was terrible. It made yeah. me feel awful. But I, like, it was the only thing was it wasn't, like, the worst It thing, wasn't the worst, worst, in worst. The state, in the way that we might have imagined it. It wasn't, like, physically violent. Yeah. But it was still rape. I, I would yeah. still say that is rape. You're right. Uh, You're right. But um, yeah. So uh, any if anybody was wondering what our thoughts on consent and racism were, there you go. <laughs> oh my god. Well, actually, this is good because, you know, um, when we started this journey <laughs> with the podcast, journey. one of my things was to view the, the series through like an intersectional feminist lens. And it's important to bring up all these different points and... Consider the arguments, even though I am pretty set on my beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, so it was very terrible. Obviously, it could have been worse, but that does not mean that this wasn't terrible that wasn't and awful. it doesn't count as terrible. I think I'm just hoping that because it wasn't as, like, physically violent, maybe Danny, like, I, like, maybe Danny will be okay. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just want Danny to be okay, but I feel like she's right. not going to be okay. Because I feel like this isn't even, like, 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, she was terrified for this, for the consummation of their marriage. But I feel like this isn't even what she's supposed to be. Yeah, she has her horse. But I'm sure this isn't even, like, what she should be scared of. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's more awful coming to her life. I don't know what, but I feel like there's more awful coming. I mean, her brother's pretty bad, but... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she's lived with him for her entire life, so... So, yeah. Yup. Well, okay, so I'll just bring in, like, a bunch of the arguments that exist out in the ether. (laughs) I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Okay. So, like I was saying, a lot of people take this, you know, yes that she says as her coming into her own and taking control of her life. Um, Hmm. I think, you know, it may be, like, having her horse and, like, that being something that she can hold on to i feel like that's something she can draw strength from Mm -hmm. again i do not think this yes is consensual but moving on from that uh people also say that you know they were really surprised by drogo's demeanor in this chapter because he's quote-unquote gentle with her and she's coming from this abusive relationship with her brother to maybe something that is not as awful. So maybe, you know, people are like, oh, Drogo is kind of great, actually. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say, I think, I think, okay. I think within the, I think for the culture that he's in, you could argue that, but that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't make him perfect. That, that doesn't mean that what he's, he's doing he's still not right. an abuser yeah right but like i i get where i get where i i get where they're coming from and to an extent i agree but i i you can't just like write that off right like it's not black or white it's not he's a great person he's an awful person it's like no for the culture he's in you can argue that he's you know towards the good side because like like he's literally like they're like what they're literally, like, you know, the thing, like, oh, you do everything under an open sky. Like, at weddings and other feasts and stuff, like, they're literally exposed to people just being, like, flat-out raped. So, I guess, with all of that, you could argue that he's, like, better in some sense. I guess it also depends on how their relationship develops from now on. That's true. Because we've only seen them together for one day. That's true. Yeah. That's, That's very true. I guess we'll find out. Okay, that that's all we can say, really. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so um, how do you feel about the book at this moment? We're like one-seventh of the way through. We are? Yeah, because it's like oh s- 70-ish uh, chapters. Dang, oh my god. Um, I don't know. I don't really have <laughs> any strong opinions. But, like, are you at least not dreading it, or... No, I don't dread it. Are you somewhat interested? Like, like, do you want to know what happens to these people? Yeah, I want to know what happens, but I, like, if I didn't find out, I wouldn't be too upset. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't care enough yet to be upset (laughs) if, like, if I couldn't... Like, if I, like, okay, please... If I took away this book from you, you wouldn't be like, oh, no, but I want to (laughs) read... Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, sure. Like, I'd like it if you could give me my book back, but, you know. Okay. You know, like, I'd be like, hmm. Like, I- I'd have to be like, do I really want to read this? I don't know. You would probably just go and watch the show. 
I feel like that would be worse, though. It would be worse. Yeah. Okay, so. Anyway, you're not quitting anytime soon because I'm not letting you. <laughs> All right. Uh, you just got to hang in there. Trust okay. me. Things are going to happen. And then you're going to be like, wait, why do we have to wait a whole week to read the next chapter? <laughs> okay. Um, Sounds good. Okay. Um, all right, so your predictions regarding this whole situation was that Drogo was going to demand more, but apparently it looks like he liked Danny enough to say yes right away, and we seem to have found out what Illyrio's intentions were. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what are the predictions we can ask you about? Um, Illyrio's gonna stab him in the back. Like Danny and Viserys? Yes. How so? Oh, like, he I, lied about the whole deal yeah, with that? Okay. Yes. Um, I think that... So I you think don't... maybe Danny's gonna... I think... Well, okay. Okay, so her her options sentences. are Viserys. Her, uh, her options are Viserys. Currently, her options are Viserys. And then, call Drogo. She... Okay. So right now, if we look at the horizon, call Drogo's probably a better prospect. So she's gonna be like, okay... I don't, um, wait, where am I going with this? I literally had a, I had a cohesive thought. Where did like, it go? Like, he may have no, lied. He, had he a good, may have had lied, but I'm still going to stick with this marriage. Yeah, I think she's going to want to stick with the marriage. But Viserys is going to be like, okay, um, okay, first of all, they're below us because they're not royal. That's going to be Viserys. And then Viserys is also going to be like, well, he didn't give me my army anyway. Like, do you know what I mean? It's going to be like, she's not going to want to go back to Viserys because... Viserys is probably going to assume it's her fault instead of thinking about, like, Illyrio. Right. Right? So she's not going to want to, like, get, like, she's not going to want to, like, ruin her marriage or whatever, but I feel like Viserys is going to want her to because he's going to be like, I didn't get my army. I didn't sell right. him for this. You so know? you don't think he's going to get the crown he was promised? I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a dick, so... <laughs> he's an asshole so i'm yes. actually trying to move away from gendered swears <laughs> i assume everybody has an asshole yeah that's literally my <laughs> reasoning yes uh, okay um all right what are we what else is there what what do you think danny's gonna be oh, okay uh what do you mean danny's gonna be like is she gonna be this you know passive person the whole time that has stuff happen to her or is she actually gonna do something so far she's gonna be well you said that people say this is her like taking her destiny into her own hands so maybe that's maybe that's a clue for me that maybe she does (laughs) something up ahead well i feel like next chapter we should see her she's probably not gonna do much but maybe like chapter after that because the thing okay. is, we see these people after, like, a lot of chapters. So there's yeah. some character development in between. So maybe in, yeah, like, the she's next... she's the like, only, like, perspective we have into this part of the story. Yeah. Because everybody so we else, we've got, see like, her. all the Starks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So okay. we'll see her eventually. Hopefully she'll <laughs> yeah, do something. I, it would be terrible if, like, her story just ended here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so do you still think that this, um, her perspective is still our, like, insight into Viserys' journey to his throne, or do you think it's more of Danny's story now? Hmm, that's interesting. I think it's, 
I think it'll be her. I think it's a conscious choice to have her as the narrator instead of them like switching off or something or I feel like it's not just gonna be like her watching him be dumb. So it's her story and he's a part of it as opposed to it's his story and she's a part of it. Yes. Okay. All right. Now let's go to the next chapter. (laughs) We're at 45 minutes. Oh my god. Uh, Eddard. Yeah, who's that? I don't remember. <laughs> Ned Stark. It's is this a his second chapter or third chapter? Second, I think. The first one okay. was when the king came to Winterfell. Right. right. So what do you think is going to be going on with Nedard? <laughs> I mean, they left for, um, or they were, they were like on the brink of leaving for, for the south. Uh, the last time we were in Winterfell was with John, who was leaving for the Wall, and everybody else was getting ready to leave for the South. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, hmm, I don't know if it'll, I think it'll start, like, they'll be in, maybe they'll be traveling and something bad happens. So we're either going to see them, like, traveling and Ned's going to be like, We've been traveling for five score years, you know? <laughs> and and like and then he's gonna be like, Oh, like, I miss Catelyn, like, you know, I wonder how Bran is. Like, you know, I feel like it'll just it'll either be like him on their journey talking, or it'll be like he's there, he gets to the south and he's like, This is so different. <laughs> so he's gonna be in King's Land landing? Yeah. Or, or yeah, either one. Okay. All right. But if they're uh, traveling, are... something bad's going to happen. If he gets to keep In his chapter, something bad's going to happen? If, there if traveling? he's traveling, yes. Okay. Bad regarding who? Like, bad like, for him, bad for the king, bad for the kingdom? Like, what? Um, probably bad for, like, him and his kids. Okay. So, not a very happy outlook for the Starks, as always. <laughs> <laughs> Winter uh. is coming. For the stocks. I don't know what this voice is. I don't know either. Okay. okay. <laughs> Alright, we're not gonna play the game today because we are <laughs> We are over time. Way over time. Let me see if there's anything else to quickly go over. Um no, I think we're good. Uh just as always, I would remind everybody to reach out to us if you have any feedback, any input on our various social media. So that's at Pop Culture Symposium on Facebook and Instagram, at Pop Symposium on Twitter, and on our website, it's popculturesymposium.tumblr.com. And finally, you can email us at popculturesymposium at gmail.com. I think that's everything. (laughs) Uh, Until next time, farewell, my friends. Talk to you later. (laughs) 